Welcome along, fellow Beetle people. This is the introduction to the Beetle People podcast. I'm your host, Scott Cardinal. As you may know, I've written a bunch of books about the Dakota and Friar Park and Tittenhurst Park and other historic homes and gardens associated with the Beatles and other luminaries. I've also produced quite a number of videos and some documentaries, including a pretty popular documentary on Friya Park. If you haven't seen that yet, please check it out on my channel, Strange History X, on YouTube. In fact, there's other videos there and on my Beetle People YouTube channel. And I've got some other platforms as well where you can see more of my work. Now, as many of you know, I founded a lot of Facebook groups way back when, such as the Friar Park Fan Club and the Dakota Fan Club and the Tittenhorse Park Fan Club and others. But I pretty much abandoned Facebook because, well, it was way too much time and effort. And honestly, it was kind of embarrassing to be there. I mean, it was a dying platform. It's a dying platform. I mean, so many people abandoned it especially in 2020 and 2021. And so I figured YouTube and podcasts were a much better way for me to share all this information that I have and to be able to reach even more people. I've got big plans for this podcast that will be quite unlike anything else out there. I mean, look, there's a lot of people talking about the Beatles, right? But I will tell you everything you want to know about the Dakota and Friya Park and Tittenhurst Park and, of course, their association with the Beatles. And not just historic stuff either, because there's always new information coming out about those places and their association with whoever lives there now. And so there's always new stuff to learn. Now, in addition to their homes, I'm also going to talk about other places associated with the Beatles. In fact, this is going to be a team effort. So I'll always be open to your ideas and research if you wish to share any of that with me. And so in addition to the mansions that they bought when they were older, we'll also talk about the early homes and the neighborhoods of John, Paul, George, and Ringo in Liverpool. And we'll also talk about places associated with the Beatles in and around London. But we're not just going to stick to the UK, we'll also talk about places associated with the Beatles in the United States, such as the Ed Sullivan Theatre in New York City and Blue Jay Way in Los Angeles. Of course, a lot of people talk about their music and lyrics, and I'm going to do that too, especially when I can associate it with a specific place where it was written or that inspired it, such as the song Strawberry Fields Forever. As you know, the Beatles owned a lot of cars. And so I'm going to do some shows about John's psychedelic Rolls Royce and George's Mini Cooper and other vehicles associated with the Beatles. We're also going to spend some time talking about the ladies associated with the Beatles, including the great Patty Boyd, Chris O'Dell, and of course Yoko Ono. We will discuss why so many people absolutely hate her, and why some people like her. I mean, look, she's a big part of the Beatles story, whether you like it or not, and so we may as well spend some time trying to understand the role that she played in all of it. Oh, we're also going to talk quite a bit about the Beatles in India and George Harrison's spiritual journey. But most of all, I'm really looking forward to talking about lessons that we could all learn from the Beatles and also applying the mythic journey template to their careers and lives. Now, I know a lot of people are going to be confused by some of this, but stick with me. I think you're going to enjoy it. You see, the story of the Beatles fits remarkably well into the framework of mythic storytelling. And if you don't know what that is, it's often epitomized by Joseph Campbell's concept of the hero's journey. I mean, you could just imagine the story of the Wizard of Oz to get an understanding of how this all works. 
The narrative structure is a common pattern found in many myths and stories and religious narratives around the world. And it can be fascinating to apply it to the Beatles' journey. So just to give you a grand overview, here's how their story aligns with the stages of the hero's journey. And so it starts off in the ordinary world. So once again, if you think about The Wizard of Oz, just think about how it all starts with Dorothy in the black and white world of Kansas before she went off on her journey. Okay, I'm not going to keep talking about The Wizard of Oz. I'm just trying to give you an idea of how this all works. So the Beatles begin in the ordinary world of Liverpool, England, during the post-war era. And each member is living a relatively normal life, though they all have a shared passion for music. Then you've got the call to adventure. And so that's their love for rock and roll music and the desire to form a band that serves as their call to adventure. And so the formation of the Beatles and their early gigs in Hamburg represent their initial step into a larger world beyond anything they've ever known before or were expected to ever know. Then you've got the refusal of the call. Now you see that a lot in mythic storytelling. It kind of sort of doesn't apply too much to the Beatles, but it kind of can. I mean, there isn't a clear refusal in their story, but there was early skepticism and challenges that they faced, including changing band members and being rejected by multiple record labels. Those indeed were initial hurdles. Then you've got the meeting the mentor. You've seen that a lot in all sorts of stories over the course of your life. Now with the Beatles, Brian Epstein, their manager, and George Martin, their producer, served as mentors. And there were other mentors as well throughout their life, but you've got those two mainly. So Epstein helped polish their image and he secured their record deal, while Martin guided them in the studio and helped shape their sound. Then you've got Crossing the Threshold. So, for example, signing their record deal and releasing their first hit single, Love Me Do, represents crossing the threshold into a new world of fame and success. Then you've got tests and allies and enemies. You see, the Beatles face numerous tests, including grueling tour schedules and creative differences. Allies like their road crew and close friends and family supported them, while they also encountered enemies in the form of media scrutiny and the pressure of fame, and even some real-life enemies. And so we're going to discuss a lot of their friends and their allies and their enemies. Then you've got the approach to the inmost cave. This stage can be seen in their retreat to the studio to create the Sgt. Pepper's Lonely Hearts Club Band album, where they turn inward and they were innovating music in unprecedented ways. Then you've got the ordeal. The Beatles faced several ordeals, including the controversy of John Lennon's, quote, more popular than Jesus, end quote, comment. And then you've got the death of Brian Epstein, and you've got all their own internal conflicts. Then you've got the reward, right, also referred to as the seizing the sword. Their reward came in the form of groundbreaking albums that cemented their legacy, including Sgt. Pepper, The White Album, and Abbey Road, which showcased their mastery of music and cultural influence. Then you've got the road back. Now with the Beatles, the road back involved their attempts to return to their roots with the Get Back Project, later called Let It Be, aiming to recapture the simplicity and camaraderie of their early days. Then you got Resurrection. The Beatles' resurrection can be interpreted as their final albums and the breakup, where they faced and overcame personal and creative differences, leaving a lasting legacy before embarking 
on their own solo careers, with different levels of success, of course. Then you've got the return with the elixir. The elixir that they return with is their enduring influence on music and culture. Even after their breakup, the Beatles' music continues to inspire and teach and provide joy to millions, fulfilling the mythic cycle of departure, transformation, and return. The Beatles story is a modern myth, embodying the archetypal journey of heroes who rise from humble beginnings, face and overcome great challenges, and leave a lasting impact on the world. Their journey resonates because it mirrors the universal path of growth, struggle, and eventual triumph that is at the heart of human experience. So what do you think of my ideas for the Beatles People podcast? Is this the sort of thing that interests you? I hope so, because there's going to be a lot to cover. And no one out there is doing anything like this. And so if you have any ideas for Beatles-related subjects that you would like for me to discuss, please let me know. Please like and share and subscribe to the show on whatever platform you are now listening to it on. Until next time, I wish you safe travels on all your journeys. <laughs>